Happy Wednesday, everyone. Welcome back. You are tuned in to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Every single week, you know how we do it. We take out space and time to celebrate Black creatives, entrepreneurs, businessmen, and women for doing what they do best. And this week's creative is my brother, Roman Collins. Roman is out of Hawthorne, California. This man is a singer, songwriter, vocal arranger. He has performed on the Grammys, commercials, and you may have seen him on this season, season 10 of Sunday Best. Most of all, his gift is just so powerful and beautiful because he uses it for the glory of God, not the edification of his own self or for people. But I'm telling you, this man is dripping in the oil of the Holy Ghost. If you ain't never seen him or heard him, find him on YouTube, find him on his Instagram page. He is amazing. And let me just take out a little bit more time just to tell you how great this guy is. I remember going to an event and um, it the crowd of this event was a poetry event by Unassociated. Shout out to Unassociated. And the crowd was majority secular so it wasn't like a church going crowd um most of a body of believers it was a secular crowd and I remember him coming up to the mic and he began to sing and the spirit of God fell in that place I mean I was and I told I told my friends we need to sit on the front row because we need to push this thing because God is going to be in that place regardless of what kind of event it is And I can just remember God's presence being so heavy in the room and people that don't go to church, haven't been in the, in the church in a very long time. I tell you, after the event was over, they were like, yo, I feel like I went to church. I feel like I feel something. I don't know what it is, but I feel better. I feel lighter. And y'all, it was just great. So that being said, I'm here to push this man's project. So let me get to doing that. Roman has a new single out called State of Emergency. This message definitely is really deep and something that we all can relate to the experience of facing hardship when it seems like God isn't there in the most difficult times of our lives. But at the end of the day that we realize that God has been there the entire time. Yo, this is a very deep and eye-opening message sung by this anointed man of God. Y'all go support my brother Roman Collins. Go get his music where music is streamed. And let's support black creatives. All right, y'all? As you can tell, my energy level is up a little bit higher than it usually is. That's because, drumroll please, I'm engaged. Woo! Y'all see my ring? Look at it. It is just so pretty. Y'all, some of y'all like, I didn't know she had a man. Yes, y'all, I am engaged to be married and I am super excited. Um, This episode, I really want to share this part of my life because I feel like, and I'm certain that not just, you know, 
sermons or texts can get people to be inspired, challenged, and changed. But even the day-to-day things that we endure in life and our, you know, our highs and our lows can be a testimony to push somebody to keep going a little further. And some of y'all may be asking, you know, Kendra, are you one of those, you know, women that like to flash a ring? I don't want to say I like to flash it, but I'm saying that I do use my left hand a little bit more nowadays <laughs> since he put a ring on it. That's what I'm saying. And if you see me doing it, just let me do me. Let me be excited. Let me be thrilled and just overjoyed. I, I am inherently, you know, right-handed, but I've been using this hand a little bit more to scratch my eyebrows, you know, do But I am super excited about what the Lord is doing for me and my fiance in our life. And I just want to give a little background story to how we met our engagement and how we, you know, are trusting God through this process and how we've been doing so throughout our entire relationship. So some of you may not know who he is. His name is Malik Amos. I am a soon-to-be Mrs. Amos, and um, I met him in school. And I'm glad that I did because I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't want to meet not another man in church. That was just my preference. You know, I'm not knocking people. If you met your dude or if you met your girl in church, more power to you. It just wasn't working for me like that. And God already knew. And before I met him, I actually dedicated a portion of my life. I said, you know what, Lord, I'm tired of entertaining, you know, dudes ain't about nothing. Dudes that aren't, you know, intentional in dating me. I felt like I was wasting time with people that were not like-minded with me. And so I said, you know, Lord, I'm just, it's really exhausting. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to really trust you in this process and give you my will. So I stopped and cut off all text messaging, calling, meeting ups, you know, dates, the last date, y'all, it was just a hot mess. So I'm just like, I'm tired, Lord, I'm tired. And so during that time, I did a lot of prayer and a lot of fasting and spending time with the Lord and letting him know, God, what I want in a husband, because my intentions were always to be married. I'm not the person that was like, I want to have a boyfriend for the rest of my life. No, I want to be in covenant with a man. Um, under God, build a legacy and give God glory through um, this level of glory through a covenant. And so I began to express and tell the Lord what I wanted. And also in that time, I built up standards of things that I would not tolerate. And God began to show me myself, like Kendra, you need to do these things and you need to fix this and you need to start doing that. And Over the course, I began to develop myself as a different person and preparing myself for what I desired, but not necessarily knowing who that person would be. And to be honest, I enjoyed a lot of that time. But to be really real about it, there were times that I, you know, I got lonely to keep it a buck with you. I got lonely. I wanted to talk, you know, we're, 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 created to be 
people to be in community to come in community with other folks and so for me like I wanted to talk to somebody and even in those hard times to where I was I felt alone God reminded me you're not alone I'm with you and not only am I with you but this is just a waiting period, Kendra. You are preparing yourself for what I'm going to bring you. And at the same time, I'm preparing the man that I have for you during this time as well. And so I would get that encouragement from God. And then I would start to pray for my husband, not knowing who he is. I would start to imagine and dream about things that I wanted in my marriage. And that was just a bit of encouragement for me in the wait. And not only that, y'all, I was going on trips with my friends. I was having a hot girl summer minus a hot girl behavior. Okay. Cause I'm still safe. Thank you, Lord. Um, but I was just having a great time. And then all of a sudden um, I met him in, in college, a friend of mine, Shout out to Ariel Young. Yeah. She introduced us in a study room and we, you know, got acquainted with each other. And it, it turned out that <clears throat> he went to church. I went to church. We were a part of the same denomination, about part of like the same like church circle of people. And he was saying, you know, he was a musician. And I was like, oh boy, let me <laughs> stay away from you. Let me just let you do your home musician thing. And, um, <clears throat> But after a while of just like being, you know, cool with him, I can remember the day. And this is where it's going to get juicy, people. Um, I remember him telling me that he was a musician and we would hang out every now and then with a group of people in a group setting. And I remember going out into the quad on our college campus and um, there was a piano just sitting in the quad like Wow, who put that there? God. <laughs> there was a piano. I was like, oh, you should go and, and play the piano and everything. And he was like, all right, cool. Y'all, this man got on these on these keys. And I know this sounds corny, but this is my story and whatever. <laughs> but he got on the keys and he began to play the piano. And I just heard a completely different sound. It was something that I wasn't able to identify, but it was just so beautiful and so pure. And I was shocked I was captivated (laughs) and I was I was just like what on earth is the sound what is this about him and so it was time for us to go to class and everything and I was talking I was juicing him up like this was that was amazing I really enjoyed you and his response to me was you know what I'm still learning my craft what I do I do it for the Lord and it Have you ever just had something just drop on you like a bomb? That's what I heard. The humility, the humble spirit, the spirit of servitude in him through his playing. He wasn't cocky. He wasn't full of himself. I just, that right there, it just literally (laughs) captured my heart. And from that point on, I was like, God, I think I like this man. Um, further down the road, we ended up getting together and we started to date. And I tell you, there are so many things about Malik that I prayed for. And there are some things that I didn't pray for 
that God provided in him for me. And I'm just so grateful for that. He is a kind hearted person. He gives to people not, you know, wanting anything back. I can tell you that he does things for me with not the intention of you need to pay me back. You need to do this because I did this for you. But he has a heart to serve and to love people. And oh my gosh, I just, I can go on and on, but (laughs) I have a few minutes to share this testimony. I just really thank God because he's a gentle, kind, um, level-headed man who loves the Lord. Like he's not play saved. He don't just go to church and be living any kind of way. Like this man leads us in prayer. He leads us in devotional Bible study. He has the the dreams of being a husband, which is the reason why, you know, we together because the Lord knew what I needed and the Lord knew what he needed. And I told him, um, I asked him, I said, you know, do you think we're the same? And my, my response to my own question was, I don't think we're the same, but I believe that we match. And I say that because if we were the same person, it would be a hot mess. Sometimes I can be on 10 and we don't need two people on 10 because that can be a hot mess. I can find myself being overwhelmed, being flustered, and he has a calm spirit. So he's able to identify, okay, Kendra, she's getting started up. You know, let me help her calm down and recenter so she won't become overwhelmed. Like he is just absolutely amazing. He loves not only me, but he loves my family and people that are connected to me. I remember when I moved out to LA to continue um, my education, He's back at home with my parents, you know, changing lights. You know, he built an entire sewing room for my mom, helped my best friend move with the U-Haul. She called him up, was like, Malik, you know, I need this done. He was like, cool, I'll be there in a minute. Like he not only loves me, but he loves the people in my life. And I am just so grateful to God for giving him to me because he is truly a gift. Now, Let's get to this proposal because I can go on and on about him. Um, I we have been I I'm, I'm I believe that we've been talking about getting married since we got together, period. Like we've been together three years before the proposal. And I can tell you, I wanted to I knew he was the one um, the second month we were dating. And how did I know? Because everybody else that I've ever dated or entertained, God was like, you know, he ain't it, right? And even though I can't see God, I can see God looking at me like, for real, Kendra, you going to do it anyway? All right, cool. And I never had a piece about dating or talking to anyone. I always knew, okay, this is going to come to an end some time at some point, it's going to come to an end. So that's when I was just like, I'm going to surrender my will to God. But I knew he was the one when God gave me peace in my spirit. There wasn't an unrest. There wasn't an unsettling. I felt at peace. And we've been talking about getting married since pretty much we've been together. And I want to tell y'all the proposal story. It was really nice. Um, He originally planned to propose to me at the um, latter part of 2020, but, you know, something told him to do it 
soon. And so within two weeks, he had put together a proposal. It was actually at my graduation party. So I had a graduation celebration because I just graduated from UCLA. Whoop, whoop, go Bruins. And um, he planned a engagement party and a proposal all at the same time. So apparently it was hard for them to do it. Um, The proposal happened here at my parents' house and it was hard for him to say, you know, to to put it together because he says I'm nosy. I don't think I am, but that's what the, you know, that's what he said. And so my godmother, she comes to the house and we're, you know, getting ready for the party. And she says, Kendra, I forgot your gift. So instead of me giving you a gift, I want to put something together for you in this portion of the house. So I do not want you to come in here. You need to stay out. And so I was like, cool. So we're having the party. We're enjoying the party and everything. And so um, let me back up. Before, you know, the party began, she said, I need you to stay out of this portion of the house. And before I show you your gift, this presentation, I need you to take me to the store because I need to pick something up. And I said, cool. So we're enjoying the party and we're doing all these wonderful things. And Malik actually, he sets up a a video of people that weren't able to attend my graduation party. And I began to cry and it was just so touching. And so um, after that, I ended up taking my godmother to the store and she's picking up these random things like crossword puzzles and notebooks and pens. And I'm like, is she doing like a school theme present presentation? I don't know, but I didn't question it. So we come back to the house. Everyone is standing outside, got cameras, ain't moving. People are lined up in front of my house with black t-shirts on, faced away from me, hands down. I'm pulling up like, what in the Black Lives Matter is going on in front of this house? Because this is not the party that I left and came back home to. And so I get out the car people are like taking pictures of me and I'm like what come on come on what is going on and so um there were five people standing in t-shirts faced away from me and one by one people began to turn around and the t-shirts spread out Kendra will you marry my son. And I was like, what on earth is going up? There are roses in a rose aisle up the driveway. I'm walking up the driveway and there's a knock at the garage door. This is the area that I was supposed to stay out of. And so there was a knock on the door. The door rose up and there were roses everywhere. And there was balloons with our pictures attached to them over the past three years. And each different color bouquet of rose gave the meaning and definition of the color. And there stood Malik Amos in his t-shirt that said me asking, will I marry him? 
he gave a short speech of how much he loved me, got on his knee and asked me to marry him. Y'all, I said, yes, I said it so proudly, so happily. And he put that ring on my finger and I was extremely excited and I could not believe that that was the moment that we were going to get engaged, that we were going to actually start our life together. And I can tell you that I really felt that that time was the perfect time. And I told him, you know, I don't care how you ask it. I just, I just want to be able to see it on video, but I'm always going to say yes, because over the past three years, he has been consistent in the way that he loves me. Because give or take, it may be like three to six months until people start really showing their colors. And I'm not saying that we've never ran into issues or anything, but he was consistent in pursuing me and loving me and wanting me to be his wife. And even consistent in the fact that, you know, acknowledging the things that he needed to change in himself and the changes that I needed to make, he was supportive in. And so I knew that he was my husband three years ago, but the fact that it actually happened, it really took it to a whole nother level. And I just want to take this moment to encourage men and women to wait on God. I know that it may sound cliche, but truly wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Don't be discouraged about your current situation, that it ain't working for you. The apps ain't working. The websites ain't working. You know, meeting people in certain areas is not working. Y'all, your sis was there. (laughs) You know, minus the apps, I didn't do the internet dating. That's just what me. But I was there. Like, me trying to search for someone did not work. And ladies, talking to you. The Bible says in Proverbs 18 and 22, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor from the Lord. He. That means you are not required to search for your husband. Nor is it your responsibility to search for your husband. But in the time of waiting, that is one thing that we need to focus on is the wait. Even in, if you go to Ruth chapter three, I encourage, you know, my ladies that are finding it a challenge to you know, wait, go to Ruth chapter um, three, Naomi in Ruth. This was like a perfect example of how Ruth prepared herself for her husband. Even though she wasn't married, she began to prepare herself. Like earlier in this conversation, I began to prepare myself. And it's okay to have that time. Don't waste your time thirsting over a man go and get your degrees start your business get to know who you are get to know what you're not willing to tolerate get to know some things you need to tune up and fix go travel when it's safe go learn how to cook a new dish go take a class do you and wait on the lord 
because a lot of the time when we try to fix it and do it ourselves, we end up in an entanglement. Now, this whole entanglement thing with Will and Jada, it's funny to a point, but this is some really deep stuff, y'all. Like, Galatians 5 and 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Y'all, the word entanglement is bondage. It's a trap. It's a snare. It's confusion, a.k.a. relationships that are abusive, relationships that have no commitment to them, situationships. And y'all, a lot of this can really be avoided. There, It makes no sense for us to try to to make things fit and make things work if it is not the will of God. If you have a standard, women, I'm talking to you women, if you have a standard of I want to be a wife, and you know, some people don't even want to be married, and that's fine. You don't have to be married, but I'm talking to the women that desire marriage. If you say, I want to be married, but you begin to settle for a man that has commitment issues that would rather move you into, you know, an apartment. You can have my babies. You can do this. You can do this. We can play house, but I don't think we need to be married because it's just a piece of paper. That's a piece of paper lie because it's not just a document. It is a covenant under God. When two become one personally, and I'm not knocking nobody who's doing this, but I'm talking about Kendra, Raja Smith, almost Amos. And I'm talking about me. I I don't want to be somebody's forever girlfriend. I know that I have wife qualities and that God has prepared me to be a wife. And that is what I desired. So I wasn't going to be with a man that did not want marriage, who didn't want to be a husband, to be a covering this, I wasn't going to do that. And I understood at a certain point early on, cause you know, I'm, I'm still in my early twenties. Like, nah, that's not what I want. So I'm just going to wait on the Lord. <laughs> and the Lord definitely gave me and gifted me Malik in that person of one that wants to be a husband and be a covering and be the head and be the provider. And I be the head in the sense of he wants to be a dictator, but he wants to lead us in the Lord. And also men, ladies, we forget that men have standards too. And I learned that early on in our relationship because when I was talking to Malik and I started laying out my standards, like I ain't doing this and I ain't doing that. And da 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 da. he was like, I got standards too. I ain't doing this. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's right. This is a man of God and he has standards. So it took me, you know, backwards. But at the same time, I was like, you're right. He has standards too. And people that don't compromise their standards and if God aligns it it's a match and let that be the match and I'm not saying that both people don't have things to work out but when you have two people that are willing to stay in it then you got something special by no means am I a marriage specialist I am I am not married I'm neither a relationship 
expert. I didn't go to, you know, I didn't study that in college. I, I don't know everything that there is to know about relationship, but over the past three years, y'all, I've learned a lot in relationships, being in the one that I am in with Malik. I learned about relationships through counseling, through scripture, through prayer, and even sitting under wise married people. Y'all don't throw away your aunties and your parents and your, you know, your elders that are married. There are marriages that you can learn from, whether if they are good marriages or bad marriages, you can learn a lot from watching different relationships. And I'm still learning. I'll never sit here and be like, I'm the absolute expert in that there isn't anything else to learn. I remember um, listening to a sermon um, from T.D. Jakes and he said, I didn't learn how to do marriage until 30 years after, you know, and that is like, wow, I realized that I'm going to be learning how to do this every single day. And I'm excited to do it. And I'm excited to do it with Malik. And y'all keep us in y'all prayers and hold us up. And I'm just extremely excited for what the Lord has for us. And I'm also extremely excited for what the Lord has for you in your waiting process. And when he gifts you with your spouse. All right, y'all, we are at the portion, one of my favorite parts of the episode is when we go into the people's prayer. This is a portion of our our show that we pray and intercede for one another. With all hearts and minds clear, Father God, thank you. Thank you for being good, for being faithful. God, I thank you for being what love is. God, I thank you so much for your goodness, your kindness, your mercy. God, I thank you so much for my testimony. And I pray that what I shared with your people today on this particular episode encourages someone to wait. To wait on you to help them find their husband, their wife, their life partner. God, I pray that this encourages someone to leave an unhealthy relationship. There are things that we get ourselves into because we try to do it by ourselves. But God, can't nobody do it like you. God, I pray that you give us patience and give us what we need to open our ears and our eyes and our spirit to listen to you and what you have for us. God, I'm praying for all relationships that are struggling. God, I pray that peace holds them. God, I'm praying for marriages that are struggling. I pray the spirit of unity, of love, of patience, of understanding, and that you teach the husband and wife to lead and to live in you. God, I'm praying for people that desire to be married, but are having a hard time in the struggle of that waiting period that you give them patience and show them who you are. God, you're the lover of our soul. There is no man 
There is no woman that can satisfy the love that you have for us. God, I pray that you teach them to love themselves, to love you, and at the perfect time that you will deliver them a spouse. God, we praise you and we love you. These things we ask in your name. Amen. All right, y'all, that is a word on the street for this week. If you enjoyed this message, send it out to your friends, to your family, so they too can be encouraged. Um, if you have any questions, any topics of discussion, or if you want to keep up with Malik and I, um, our engagement, you can go to unassociated.com slash askkendra and submit questions, comments. You can write them out. You can send them in an audio form, however you want to do it. If you want to keep up with me, you can head on over to under uh, to Instagram and search me up underscore create with Kendra. And you can send in questions there as well. Y'all, I love you to life. Y'all stay powerful, stay inspired, challenged and changed. And I will see y'all next week at the mic. All right, y'all. Peace.